Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I am so grateful you're here. It has been it's been a weird week for me. So I've I've lots I want to talk about, but first, if you're new here, first I want to say welcome. And I want to explain to you what this podcast is. So Hit Bodies is it's a workout group. It's a website. And I started this back in 2017. And basically my goal with it was to provide home workouts that I would legit do because I was so irritated that every home workout on the market just felt like it felt like um, like a workout class. Like it was just too, it was so cardio heavy. I just knew it wasn't what those trainers were doing to be in the shape they were in. And so I wanted to create something that was the exact type of workouts I do. And over time, it's really, be, it's it's my workout. I just bring my clients along for the ride. And I really consider my clients my workout buddies. And so with that, we chat. We chat about like both helpful things and just life, the girl talk, because that's the fun stuff, right? And so this podcast just allows me to dive a little bit deeper into things without being so freaking out of breath and just open it up to everyone. So if you listen and you kind of like it, maybe Hit Bodies will be the place for you. And maybe you want to work out with us every day. So let's go ahead and dive into it because I want to tell you about my week. So I started the squeaky clean keto challenge a few weeks ago and I was really excited about it and really had high hopes for it. So it's basically, it's a, it's a cookbook. Um, and I, I love a cookbook where they have like meal plans and grocery lists. A few years ago, I did Maria Emmerich's um, ketogenic cleanse, which is a very, very, very similar, but this one was even more strict. So it's keto with no dairy, no nuts and no sweeteners. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. (laughs) Okay. But I was excited about it. And the truth is this level of strictness resulted in me craving, not caring because she only had two dinner recipes like on the menu for the whole week. Now she has a whole cookbook full of things, but I really like when it's all figured out for me. And so being that she only had like two dinner recipes for the whole week and then she expected you to like eat leftovers most of the time. I was like, yeah, that's not going to fly for me. I don't like leftovers that much, especially leftovers for dinner. Like I love a good, fresh, hot meal for dinner. I'm not into leftovers for dinner. I'll eat leftovers for lunch, but that's where I draw the line. Okay. So it just led to me having to think so hard about what I was going to do each week. And on top of that, it was like doing it with handcuffs on because it's keto. It's no dairy. It's no sweeteners. It's no nuts. And it's like, and it has to sound good. And I'm like, and then my kid has to eat it too. And long story short, I just felt burnt out by the weekend. And when I did the Marie Emmerich 30 day ketogenic cleanse, I really stuck to it. I was very, very strict about it and it felt pretty easy to stick to. The, the recipes were new and exciting and all that kind of stuff. And what I appreciated about the squeaky clean keto challenge is the recipes were way less complicated and they were still yummy. But by, I will say like by the time the weekend rolled around and I don't know if it's because I've been on this weight loss journey for so long, but it's like the level of restriction and the level of thought that I had to have all week made me have a case of the efforts every weekend. Now, I wasn't necessarily giving into that. Like I was still being very mindful, but I feel like I've really missed out on the level of progress that I could have been making had I just stuck to what was already working, which was regular keto. And I'm sharing this because sometimes we crave that next level and in the process of trying to get to that next level, instead we just kind of screw ourselves over. So I am just letting go of the squeaky clean keto challenge. 
Some of the recipes are amazing. I'll definitely continue using them, but I am definitely sticking to more of like just what what is tasty and yummy and easy to stick to, and that's regular keto, okay? So that is where I'm at, and I hope that like gives you permission if you've been like overly strict and unnecessarily strict or whatever, and like you just kind of, I don't know, maybe that'll help, maybe it won't, who cares, I don't know. But I just wanted to share because I like to be transparent with you guys about where I'm feeling. It's still a great challenge. I think it's fantastic. I just, not for me right now, maybe in the future. Okay, so that's where that is. I also have been repeatedly setting this goal of getting more steps in, just being a more active human. You want to know where I'm at with it? Zero progress. Like I've tried being more specific. I've tried scheduling it. I've tried doing all these things. Y'all, it's very hard for me. My Neither of my children are stroller kids. So, okay, I can baby wear one, but then like I am walking at the pace of a easily distracted three-year-old. So it's just, it's hard with the kids, right? And the time that I do have childcare, I'm like really trying to get work done, trying to get like focus things done. Think, you know, you know how it is, right? Like there's just certain things and going on a walk is like not on that list during that time. Like that does not feel like the most productive use of the childcare time. So, so what can I do instead? We're, we're implementing here in the Pleasant household countdown to Cancun cardio because I need to get my heart rate up a little bit more and just get a little bit more movement in my day. So after the kids go to bed, I am working on workout routines. And in the process, I am also trying to figure out some consistent child care for Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I am going to try to move all my workouts to the same time. And I'm going to try to schedule workouts back in my day. And I'm very excited about it. It's I'm just feeling good. And in the process, I'm getting more cardio in by working on these workout routines. I'm very excited about them. I'm very, very excited because I have just been missing doing workouts. And I don't know if I told you guys this, but last week I texted one of my old bosses at like a local gym here about teaching there. I was like, hey, I don't know if you're still like in charge of the group fitness program. At, you know, I'm not going to tell you what gym it is, but she texted me back and she said, no, and I do not recommend teaching there. It's this, it, there, there is drama. Like she's, she kind of gave me like a little bit of the tea going on, but I was like, okay, so I won't teach there. And then I reached out to another gym and I found out that that the location that's near my house, and it's not even that close. It's still like a 15 minute drive, but whatever. Like I would do that. They don't have childcare. So I'd have to go to the one that's like 30 minutes away to get the one with childcare or it's like in, but it's just like, and then traffic. So it's just like, it's not making sense to teach in a gym right now, I guess. So that means I really got to do these workouts online again, which I can do that and I'm excited to do that. So I am just, I am trying to navigate consistent childcare and all that kind of stuff. And that is what's on my list right now. And in the process, until I go to Cancun, I am really working on increasing the cardio that I do. I don't have a specific number in mind, but I just like, I'm going to try to at least create one new workout routine per day. And I did, I did two this weekend. So I'm going to do one today. The pro- the problem is, I was really hoping for music. On Instagram, I posted like, hey, if you have suggestions for songs, not one response, not one. Hundreds and hundreds of people have watched that story and not one suggestion for a song. Thanks, guys. I'm over here in my car listening to the Excavator song by Blippi 
okay? Like, is that what you want routines to? Help me out. I know you listen to music. Well, I mean, you also, you listen to this podcast, so thank you. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so that's, that's kind of the update over here. I also, okay, I, I have some really exciting updates. So I think I told you guys a few weeks ago, more than that, a couple months ago, I bought an at-home laser hair removal thing, okay? It's, it's working, it's it was less than a hundred dollars on Amazon. Um, I I think I'm gonna put a link to it in the show notes. You guys, it actually works. So now, granted, there's a lot of caveats with that. I have light skin, dark hair, blah blah blah, all the things, right? But I used it ev- every other day for over two months now, and I'm just now starting to see that like the hair is not growing back. Like it's taken that long to see a difference. So. I can see why people think they don't work because a ma- like a month of doing that, you're like, okay, this is a joke, but I was just like, I'm trusting the process. I'm just going to keep going. Right. And so I'm feeling pretty excited about it. Um, if you have darker skin or lighter hair, both of those things really go against you with laser hair removal in general, but especially an at home device, it does not hurt at all which I found really interesting because I did laser hair removal like over 10 years ago and I would say almost all the hair came back. And that is super annoying because it hurt really bad. And you kind of like the way you get through it, I had like over 10 sessions and the way you get through it is like, okay, I'm not going to have hair anymore. I'm never gonna have to shave again. That is just simply not true. So that, and, and on top of it, the hair was never fully gone with the doing those sessions, at least for me. And that was really frustrating because it was literally thousands of dollars and so much pain and just like inconvenient to like get to those appointments. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm excited about this at-home laser hair removal. Even if the hair is just thinner, even like even if it never goes away, that's still a win, okay? That's still a win. But I will say the areas that I have done, there are definitely parts that have no hair right now. So... I'm trying not to like what count my chickens before they hatch, but I'm pretty excited. So the next section of the podcast, I was going to talk about insulin resistance because I've, I've just been talking about like blood glucose and all that kind of stuff. And I want to talk about insulin resistance because it's a big part of why someone may see better progress on a low carb diet. So do you know what insulin resistance is? That's the first question. Now, I want to just preface all of this to say, if you are a type one diabetic or like think you may be whatever, like what I'm speaking about would not for it would not apply to a type one diabetic, like really at all. Okay. But like for just, I don't know anyone from, for a regular normal working body, this is kind of how it works. Okay. So what is insulin? Let's start there. So insulin is the key that unlocks the cell to like allow your body to turn carbohydrates into energy. Okay. Now what happens, some people can be insulin resistant, meaning your body doesn't use it as well. And in addition to that, so you know how I said it's like a key to unlock. So it's also like an energy storage hormone, AKA a fat storage hormone. Okay. So it can kind of result in you storing more fat. If you have a lot of insulin pumping through your body constantly, then it can also lead to weight loss resistance. Okay. So insulin resistance, it can just be genetic. It can just run in your family. Okay. It can also like, if you are obese, 
that can also play into it. And simply getting to a healthier weight can oftentimes help with insulin resistance. Um, Hormonal imbalances, you know, like PCOS, those types of things can also result in insulin resistance. Sometimes just good old fashioned getting older, that age. Um, Having a completely sedentary lifestyle also can result in insulin resistance. Uh, I did this video this week on Instagram and I highly recommend checking it out where I showed like two washcloths and it kind of just shows how strength training can really improve insulin sensitivity and insulin sensitive. You want good insulin sensitivity. Okay. Insulin resistance would be the opposite end of that. Okay. So there are also like medications that people can be on. Um, even like, like some for like mental health and things like that. And I'm not saying don't take them, but I'm just letting you know that those can also, um, cause insulin resistance. So what, what is it? So basically the cells become less responsive to insulin, meaning your blood sugar starts to become like chronically high and having chronically high blood sugar leads to a whole host of issues um, and basically, you're you're just you're less able to absorb the glucose from your diet, and having high blood sugar levels often turns into type two diabetes, which can also, if it goes untreated, can turn into a whole other host of issues. For me personally, I know that insulin resistance runs in my family. My mom is type two diabetic. I have seen how much better my body responds to a lower carb diet. It's like super annoying (laughs) Uh, versus just kind of tracking my food, right? Does this mean that I am going to have to stick to a low carb diet for the rest of my life? The answer is no. Insulin sensitivity can be improved simply by eating a lower carb diet for an extended period of time. Okay. That what happens is like, think of it this way. If you, okay. If you go out in the sun for like one minute and then you come back inside, you're like, okay, that didn't feel that like that big of a change. But if you go outside for like three hours, you're like out in the sun playing and then you come back inside, you know, when you walk inside and it's like, oh wow, it feels really dark in here. It's like, you're more sensitive to the inside. Okay. So you're improving insulin sensitivity by eating a low carb diet because you're not spiking those blood sugars as much. You don't have insulin pumping through your body all day. So when you do bring that insulin back in, your body is, hasn't been overwhelmed with it for months and months and months. You, you get what I'm saying? Like you, you took some time off. And so simply by reducing your carb intake for a period of time. Now, it doesn't mean like I'm saying like eat a low carb diet and then just go back and go ham. No, you'd kind of combine like your old lifestyle with that low carb lifestyle. And hopefully you kind of move into this more balanced lifestyle. And that's where I think like using a low carb diet to lose weight. And then when you kind of hit that maintenance point, you might find that you have a reduced carb intake, but you're still able to enjoy carbs in moderation. And it doesn't feel like this obsessive thing because you had a long enough period of, and your body can also handle it better because you don't have insulin pumping through your body constantly, right? So it allows the weight to come off easier. And in return, your body can handle carbs better when you go back to eating them. So that's my, my approach for me personally. Now, some people depending on their age, depending on how long they've been suffering from insulin resistance, it may take longer. But I always think positive. 
Okay, that, that's my recommendation to you is think positive and trust that your body is meant to heal itself and trust that you like you can and will be able to enjoy carbs again one day um, in moderation if that's something that you want. And I always, for me, my biggest pet peeve when I see people on social media saying like, if you can't, there was this guy, I can't remember, like, I don't know his name or anything, but he was talking about like how whatever you do to lose weight is like how you will maintain your weight. And I, I could not disagree with that more. I think you have to, you have to be a little bit more focused to get weight off. At least like for us women, I don't know, like it takes more focus and I'm not going to have those same habits to lose weight as I will to maintain my weight. You know what I mean? Um, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't because we are not meant to live in a state of constant weight loss. If you have to eat as low as like 1,500, 1,700 calories a day to get weight off, you shouldn't stay there. We should be getting you back up to a really healthy intake where you feel full and satisfied and you're able to be active and you sleep well and all of those types of things. And like find everyone's maintenance and balanced lifestyle looks different, but I feel like it's a combination of the habits that you had maybe a little too much fun with um, and then the habits that helped you get the weight off and you kind of combine those to find your happy medium, right? And just let me give you some examples. If any soda drinkers out there, okay, so I have never been a soda drinker in my life, like not a consistent soda drinker, but I know there's a lot of you out there. And I will say recently I have been loving a diet Dr. Pepper Oh my gosh. You know, like, so in the afternoon, I like to have like either a sweet coffee or like a sweet iced coffee or something like that. But like, I do not like the sweet iced coffees that are like sugar-free. I don't, ugh, it's just not good. Like Dunkin' iced coffees that are like, you know, terrible for you. Those are freaking good. Okay. Dunkin' iced coffees are amazing. The sugar-free, like keto-friendly options I've been trying, like they're okay, but I just haven't found anything that's a slam dunk. So instead, I got uh, my little afternoon treat is a Diet Dr. Pepper. It is hitting the spot. Okay, anyway, that I went way too long about that. So if you're a soda drinker, okay, some of you may swap that out and, and like ditch that habit completely. Some of you may switch to diet. Some of you may switch to crystal light. There's a combination of like different ways you can kind of get through that habit. It is probably going to be really freaking challenging to lose weight while drinking multiple sodas a day. It's not to say it's impossible, but like that's a lot of freaking sugar that you're working through. And that's a lot of insulin pumping through your body, which we've just talked about is an energy storage, AKA fat storage hormone. So it's like, we don't want a ton of like simple sugars in our diet. It's again, it's not to say it's impossible. It's just, it makes it more difficult. So why would we make it more difficult on ourselves? Right? So you find your solution for that. Now, most people, after they've gone through a weight loss journey, they are not going to bring back that habit. I feel like regular soda drinking is the smoking of, of like a fitness journey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once you get rid of it, you're just like, I'm good. I don't need it. I'm good. Like don't, I'm not saying it's, it's easy to get rid of, right? But it's just like once you get rid of it, you kind of don't want to go back down that road, right? Like you just like once you've made the switch to diet or like, you know, you've like found a, like a healthier alternative, you're like, honestly, I'm good with this one. Like I'm, I'm all set, right? But, but let's say on your weight loss journey, you were doing, you know, eating keto. Okay. Let's just, for simplicity's sake, let's just say you're eating keto. So with that, you gave up sourdough bread. And you love baking sourdough bread. Like you're, I love, 
me. Okay. I'm talking about me here. I love eating sourdough bread. So that is a habit. I fully intend on bringing back, not saying it's going to be every meal every day, but it's going to be something that comes back in my lifestyle. I'll be making a loaf of sourdough bread each week and like enjoying it. But somebody who's been on a weight loss journey where they've given up a lot of different things, they're probably going to reintroduce some, but not all is what I'm, what I'm saying. And they learn moderation because they learn that they don't need it every single day, right? Like they've, they've gone months without it. So it, they learn to indulge from time to time in something like that because they've learned that it's just, it's just not that big of a deal anymore. It doesn't have the same power over them. And I really think that like distance does that. It kind of, think about like a breakup, right? Like if you ever had a breakup where it's like that first week, you're like, I'm dying. I need to text you. I need to maybe delete you from your phone. But like, and then months later, years later, whatever, like however long it took to get over them, it's like, it's just not that big of a deal. You know, you might check their Facebook from time to time or check their Instagram or whatever, like to see a picture, see what they're up to, but it just it doesn't have the same hold over you. And it's like, it's that distance that did it, right? It's that distance. And gosh, it's hard though, isn't it? When it comes to like food, it's like, it's so hard to like fully break up with it for a while so that you can have that healthier relationship with it. So just to bring it back to like insulin resistance, one of the things that you need to understand too is like when your brain tastes sweet stuff, now this doesn't happen in everyone, but like, and some studies agree, some studies disagree, but like, here's what happens. Okay. So when you taste something sweet, such as diet soda or like sugar-free, whatever, um, particularly like I always kind of bring up like the sweet coffees, like when you start your day with a sweet coffee. Okay. So you taste that something sweet, even if it's sugar-free, and guess what happens? Your brain, they, they have been doing this whole sweet thing for your whole life. So what it knows, oh, we've tasted something sweet. So it triggers your pancreas to begin producing insulin, even if your blood sugar didn't rise. So what happens is then your blood sugar gets a little bit lower and then you actually start to end up with more cravings. And this is this is something that's a little bit argued within science, but I just feel like it's worth mentioning. If you find that you're just constantly craving sweet junk. That's where that breakup may come in handy. God, I know it's hard though, man. I know it's hard. And so if that's the direction that you end up going, I love a good Whole30 for this type of thing. Like that type of setup, like where you're just eating like fruits and things that are like natural and from, you know, whatever. Like I, that's like the best reset you can give your body. But hey, it's hard. I'm with you. I've been there. I've done, I've done a few rounds of Whole30. Okay. I've never completed a round of Whole30. <laughs> God, it's so embarrassing to admit. I always finish early, okay? I can't help it. I'm an overachiever, okay? I'm an overachiever. But I use these types of things like Whole30, you know, Whole30, Sweet Clean Keto. I use it as a little reset for myself. I get what I need from it, and then I move on to whatever is going to work for me. I got really close to finishing Whole30 the first time I did it, but I started in December, Okay, it was like Christmas Eve. You think so I did I think I did like I started like on December 1st or something so I made it to like like 23 days. I think Christmas Eve is a reasonable day to finish a whole 30. I'm sure the creator of whole 30 would punch me in the face for saying that, but whatever. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. So what are we doing inside hit bodies this week? That is a great question. We're doing isometric burnouts this week, which is something that I don't think I have ever done inside hip bodies is like isometric work, especially to the intensity that we're doing it right now. And so that's where, you know, we do a 
a strength training move. We're going to do three sets of it. Just take adequate rest in between. It's nothing crazy. And on that last set, you do a little ISO hold. So an ISO, if you don't know what that is, it's where you hold it in the hard part. <laughs> okay. So like today I deadlifted 205 pounds and I just squeezed and held it at the top on that last set. Let's be clear. It was a set of one because, oh my gosh, I did not feel strong today. That was at the end of the workout. Okay. It was at the end of the workout, but I just squeezed and held it. And then same with like when I did squats, like we did our three sets and then I held it in that squat position as long as I could. And then, you you know, you stand up, right? So it's very challenging. It's something that we haven't done inside because it's just, it's, I don't know, it's a unique move. It's a unique type of strength, but I'm excited to challenge us this week with it. I have not done anything like this in ever. I, yeah, I've never done anything like this. So this is a totally new vibe. I'm pretty excited about it. Today's workout kicked my butt. Okay. So something that I am killing it at lately is, okay. So while I have not been spot on on my nutrition, the way that I could have been, I have been very mindful and I have not been going off the rails while still just having a little indulgence. And, and I know that sounds weird, but it's like, again, I'm on a long weight loss journey, y'all. We're talking about a lot of weight here, okay? And some weeks are not going to be perfect, but I'm proud of myself for not being like bingy Betty, <laughs> okay? I don't know. Like, I just, I sorry, if, sorry, Betty. I have, I have a client named Betty, but like, um, I just use that because it started with a B. Anyway, I, I, it's not like I've just been going off the rails and like eating all of the things, but it's like, I just, I ate what I needed to eat and moved on, right? I just... Yeah. And I, I, I haven't gained any weight. I just didn't make progress in the way that I could have been over this last week. And so I'm proud of myself for recognizing and reflecting that the squeaky clean keto thing was just a little too strict for me. And I just need to go back to doing keto and getting excited about my meals again and having a little bit more creative freedom. So that's where we're at. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Okay. So meals I am loving. Did I mention about those chicken nuggets to you guys? I don't think I mentioned them last week. All right, let's pretend I didn't. I really don't know if I did. Okay, so you take your chicken and you soak it in pickle juice, okay? And then you coat it after you soak it for a little while, like probably 30 minutes, you coat it in mayonnaise. Some of you are already like, ugh, this is too keto for me. It's going to get worse. Then you make, you toss it you like coat each piece of chicken so it's a it's a nugget I use chicken thighs and I just chop it into like bite-sized pieces right it's a nugget a boneless wing if you will whatever anyway a combination of pork rinds and shredded like I even grated it up finer than like shredded like I made it like itsy bitsy like breadcrumb sized cheese I did a combination of pork rinds and cheddar cheese y'all this was the best keto chicken nugget I've ever freaking had in my life Kevin smashed him I smashed him Casey smashed him Cameron like was obsessed like soaking it in pickle juice is key that's what chick-fil-a does and it's like once you know that hack you'll be able to make the best chicken nuggets at home ever but that breading the pork rind and cheese like that was freaking good so i'm gonna say that's my favorite right now but also this last week i from that squeaky clean keto book i made some fajitas was like a sheet pan fajita and i gotta be honest i made a lot of sheet pan fajitas in my day and most of them have kind of been like "Eh." these were good these were really, really good. And I will definitely keep this recipe for like life. It's just, it's easy. It's delicious. 10 out of 10 recommend. Okay. So workout wins this week. I have been deadlifting 205, which is 
honestly so amazing. I'm only getting it up like two to three times, but like, hey, that's a win. Okay. I'm really, really close to my goal of 225. I'm just going to keep working at it. And I'm really proud of myself for getting on my cardio game this weekend and setting that goal and setting that intention for myself. So those are my wins. I would love to know what your workout wins from this last week are. Okay. The last section of the podcast, everyone's favorite, unpopular opinions. I am not into the self-help stuff. I will be the first to admit that this is like, this was like the gateway into me believing in myself enough to start my own business. And it's, it's really served a lot of purposes in my life, but gosh, I just feel like sometimes it's the same stuff regurgitated over and over and over. It's like, you, it's almost like everyone could use just like the general self-help overview and then let's move on and let's work and let's do tactical stuff. Let's learn strategies. Let's, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm kind of over the, I don't know, like I, I'll listen to some podcasts and I'm like, I didn't learn anything from this. I don't know. Like there's just, I used to be all about it. Like um, I went, you know, I went to Tony Robbins with Jen, as many of you know, and that was like, that was where my current business was born, which was really cool. And I, I, to this day, it was, I give so much credit to that, but there just comes this point where so many people talk about like energetic alignment and like all, all these types of things where it's like, it's so much of this like woo woo stuff. And Hey, it's for some people, it's like what they need. And like, if you're in the entrepreneur space, you know, it's like, you're either kind of like the woo woo or you're more of the tactical. I am very much the tactical. I probably could be a little bit more of a woo-woo person, but it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just that it's the stuff that makes you feel good. And it just feels like sometimes people are constantly chasing that stuff that makes them feel good. And it's like, when I believe, if I believe this to be true, that makes me feel better. So I'm, you know, so they want more of that, more of that. And it's like, and it's just kind of constantly chasing those feel good things instead of like, embracing the suck sometimes that you kind of have to work through and the, and this goes for anything right and it it, it kind of remi- like in the fitness space it kind of reminds me of like there are so many people out there that preach like when you just let go you're you know you, you'll get your dream body when you just eat whatever you want and not worry about it and blah 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 and that is just like not the case for so many people and I it, I get a little bit irritated when I see that advice like hey I will be the first to say like falling in love with your own body at any size is like that's a very valid process to like and and I would love to be a part of that like it's it's not me it's not me I'm not one of those people that can do that it's like it's difficult for both to like lose weight and to like get into a body you feel really confident in for me that is the direction I choose versus the difficulty of like falling in love with your body at a size that you're uncomfortable in. For me, the reason I chose getting in shape is because I also believe that being at a healthy weight, being like, there's a lot of other perks that come with it um, that have nothing to do with like what I look like. And that's the energy. That's, I'll just say it, libido, right? Like that's a thing. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of different stuff. So I don't know, like, it, I just feel like sometimes there's across social media there's a lot of this like self-help stuff that's just constantly about like oh this make it just makes people feel good it's like fun to believe it to be true and it's not to say that it isn't true but it's just like man sometimes things suck and things are hard and can we like be honest about that 
Like, let you know, that's me. That's me. Okay. Today's episode is a little bit on the shorter side. I hope you don't mind. Um, next week is going to be a good one. Okay. And it's, it's going to be not just me. I'll say that. Okay. I think you're going to love it. I love you guys. Have a wonderful week. I would love to see you inside Hit Bodies. So please go to hitbodies.com if you are not in there with us. Uh, this week of workouts is going to be amazing. And I'm going to be doing that countdown to cardio, countdown to Cancun cardio <laughs> alongside my clients. So uh, yeah, you can join in on that if you want.